Welcome to this week's news talk. This is the audio recording of our broadcast live on social media channels where Stephanie and I talk about three hot stories in the news. During this live session, we chat with English learners from across the world. It's a really enjoyable way to practice listening to natural English and learn some new vocabulary each week. Let's go. Hello, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of News Talk. Very warm welcome if you are new to this, and an equally warm welcome if you are a repeat viewer. My name is Stephanie, and I'm delighted to be joined by David. Hi, David. Hi, Stephanie. Hello, everybody. Delighted to join you as well. So, in this in this space, we will be talking about three stories that are making headlines at the moment. We would love it if you would join in, tell us your comments, um, what do you think about the stories we're going to talk about, and along the way we will be increasing your vocabulary with some key words and expressions. Yeah, we've got three hot topics for you, very, very diverse, very different ones. Shall we have a quick look at them? Absolutely. Now, first of all, we're going to ask you some questions about these stories. So we've got three stories and as David said, very different ones this week. So story one, we're asking the question, what's special about Amazon's new delivery service? As always, have a look at the picture, see if you can guess. What do you think is different or special about the way Amazon are planning to deliver our parcels? And please give your answers in the in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. Um, the second um, is an is an item. What item of clothing has been banned in France, in a particular city in France, actually? Again, have a look at the picture. Big clue there. Perhaps you've read about this story in your own language. And that's the great thing about using the news to improve your English. Often you're very familiar with these stories in the first place. So that's story number two. And then moving to number three, which world famous music festival has returned after three years? Any ideas? Uh, yes. And we'd love to hear if anybody has been to a music festival, is going to a music festival. What are your opinions about them? Absolutely. So three really different topics. I think we should get started, David, with topic number one. Indeed. So What's special um, about? <laughs> about Amazon's delivery service. This was the question. What's special about the delivery service? Well, well done if you identified the drone in the picture. The title here is Amazon Preps Drone Delivery in California. Now, this is their brand new delivery service, and it's about to begin in a town called Lockford, California. And it's the first city to roll out the highly innovative program. Now, the name of the drone delivery service is going to be Prime Air. And this will give customers the option of having your order delivered directly to your home by drone. I wonder what you think about this, David. I think it's uh, it's it's amazing. It's really interesting because potentially from the time that you order, you can have your delivery in about 30 minutes. And this is potentially the, the, the future. Um, 
as you can imagine, there are pros and cons to to this this story. Um, I think one of the biggest issues I've seen, it's crazy, says Amelia. Yes. Um, one of the big issues is privacy, because, of course, these drones, they will have cameras attached to them and they will be recording uh, everybody's everybody's back gardens and living spaces. And I think some people, especially in Lockwood, are not that happy about that. So again, a key question there, really. How would you feel about having your parcel delivered by drone? Would the privacy issue bother you? Would it be something that you're worried about? Because after all, there are lots of advantages to using drones. The lack of traffic, for example, delivery drivers getting stuck in traffic, getting blocked, um, late deliveries. Well, none of that would be an issue if you used a drone. And that's an excellent point, because, of course, the argument is that it's better for the environment. And that's a very logical argument. Um, however, apart from the, the, the privacy issue, um, there is the fear that these drones will frighten animals. And I've read somewhere that uh, raptors, and those are these big birds of prey like eagles, actually get confused and they think these drones are, are small birds and then attack them. Wow, quite dramatic. <laughs> Um, to sort of react against this, um, Amazon say they're using a sense and avoid system. Now, I don't have any further details on this, but apparently this sense and avoid system will enable the drones to avoid any obstacles such as aircraft or birds. Um, but I don't suppose there's much evidence yet as to how effective that is. <coughs> no. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes. Um, and I don't know, but the, 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 there is quite a lot of uh, resistance in, in Lockford at the moment. So it'll be interesting because this is a town of only a couple of thousand people, how it actually works. And of course, this isn't the first time Amazon have tried this. Apparently in 2016 in Cambridge, very near where I am, they also tried a delivery service using this technology, but for some reason it didn't go ahead. Hmm, interesting. And again, as David said, why not type in the chat and tell us what you think about this? So David was saying that the system has been trialed near to where he lives. Have you heard of anything similar happening where you are? Lots of people from all over the world joining in. So why not tell us what happens where you are? Yes, I can see I'm, that. I'm, oh, sorry, David. No, I'm, I'm sorry. And would you like your parcels delivered by drone? <laughs> um, Emilia is saying that in the Czech Republic, mostly everywhere, cameras are mostly everywhere. So perhaps the privacy issue is already an issue and it's not going to be made worse by having drone delivery. That's a, it's a, it's a, very, a very good point, that one. Um, but did you know, David, that actually drone deliveries do happen already here in the UK? No, I didn't. Yes. Now, um, for remote communities... Um, so some outlying islands, for example, Isle of Mull, um, people working in very remote locations such as lighthouses have um, emergency supplies, for example, delivered by drones. So not exactly your everyday Amazon delivery, but it is a system that does exist in certain circumstances. 
Right. Um, yes. Yes. Um, uh, one day I would like to have a robot that looks like a, a human. <laughs> that's an that's an interesting interesting one as well. Um, but of course, there's also the the, the problems of um, I think theft is an issue. Um, so if a parcel is just left, who is there to to make sure somebody doesn't just doesn't come and take it? But you know, David, I have that problem already without the drones. <laughs> Parcels being left not my front door this kind of issue so i think perhaps i don't know perhaps that's not something that's going to worry people i, th I think that's very true it'll be interesting to see what the what the the future holds some good comments are ricardo making here about um some kind of regulations need to be put in place to avoid chaos in the air good point there ricardo excellent and noise noise is a big issue as well isn't it in fact, and I think Amelia was saying that um, her her dog reacts to to drones. It causes the dog um, perhaps some distress, or certainly is barking when when the dog sees a drone. So yeah, lots of issues to to take into consideration. I think. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in Lockwood with this, and whether it is actually rolled out. So let's have a look at this vocabulary then. Hopefully, um, as David and I were talking, you noticed us using these selected words. Now, we've highlighted these as key, um, key words, and we're going to have a look now at what they mean. So the first one we've got is the phrasal verb, to roll out. To roll out means to introduce something or make something available for the first time. So I said that Amazon's new delivery service is about to begin with California and it's the first location to roll out the delivery service. So to roll out, to introduce. To introduce. And what, of course, the service is based on are drones. And drones are these small flying machines that are that fly without a pilot and they are operated remotely from the ground. And our final word here, innovative. Um, so I described the service as a highly innovative program. Now, if something is innovative, it's new and original. So a nice piece of vocabulary there to use, meaning new and original. Let's move on to story number two. So we asked, uh, what was the item of clothing that has been banned by um, a court in France in the city of Grenoble? And it is, of course, the bikini. And the, the, the bikini, of course, is, a, is what we call a portmanteau word. So it's when you get a blend of two words to make one. So like motel is motor and hotel, brunch is breakfast and lunch, and of course here, Burkini is a blend of burka, that full body covering, and bikini, swimwear. So the court in Grenoble has ruled that the bikini should not be worn in public pools in the city. So they say that body covering swimwear, which leaves only the face, hands and feet exposed, um, and is often worn by Muslim women, uh, who wish to preserve their modesty in accordance with their beliefs is banned. The advocates of, of the bikini argue that without it, then some women would choose or be pressured by family members 
to stay away from public swimming pools. And in fact, many Muslim rights organizations in France have said that bans on bikinis restrict fundamental liberties and they discriminate against Muslim women. So we'd love to hear what you think about this particular ban um, and what you, you know, these regulations and, and how, uh, what freedoms uh, are acceptable to everybody and what should be restricted. Exactly. And a lot of information there. And as David's saying, highly controversial topic. Now, we had that word controversial last week, a, a topic that really divides people either for and against. So what do you think about this? Um, highly controversial issue in France. It's a hotly debated topic. It's certainly not the first time that this topic has come up in France. Um, but again, very interested to know what you think that's 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 very true because of course the the opposite side of the 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 argument um is that you know that um women shouldn't be allowed to cover their their whole body and their face and their their head um in other countries like switzerland for example it's considered to be a sign of oppression um, and that in a free society, faces should be shown. I don't know what other people think about that. Um, well, we've got some comments coming through. Um, someone saying that in their opinion, it's a bit discriminating. So good use of that language there. Yeah, it it, it is. Um, I also read that in... Um, in, in a country like, I, I believe it's the Netherlands in Holland, that there's a, a, a different kind of balance. So there is what's called a partial ban. So it's limited to locations where communication is vital, where as society, the, 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 the authorities believe it's vital for good quality service or for security that you have that visibility. And quite a lot of comments coming in, David, which is great. It's really interesting to see everybody engaging with this topic. Um, and of course, a controversial topic, people will have different opinions on it. Yeah, uh, Maxwell, I think you, you make a great point. You know, it's easy or difficult, whatever you decide. I think people wear and behave in so many offensive ways and nobody acts or says anything. So, yeah, it's quite difficult to decide where we are going to make rules and legislate, isn't it? And quite interestingly, I was looking up some other rules and seeing um, items of clothing that are banned in in countries. And there's some on the other side of the coin. There's um, a no swimwear ban in, interestingly, Barcelona and Mallorca. You're only allowed to wear your swimwear in the swimming pool or at the beach. You most certainly cannot be caught walking around a supermarket, for example. And if you are, you face quite a large fine. It can be up to £500 in Mallorca if you're caught wearing your swimwear anywhere other than the swimming pool. Oh, I must remember that when I go on <laughs> holiday. <laughs> um, um, Ricardo's saying the freedom is to wear what each wants. It's a good point yeah. there, Ricardo. Yeah, and I think I think Amelia e echoes what a lot of uh, people 
I think, you know, if I can see a, a woman's face, then it's okay. But if I can't see their face and their eyes, um, it is it is difficult, isn't it? We as as humans, that's how we we interact. And it's very difficult if you can't see uh, somebody's eyes, for example. Shall we have a look at the vocabulary here, David? Indeed. So um, we were talking about um, a parts of the body being exposed. And if it's exposed, then it's not covered and therefore it is able to be seen. You can see it. And our second word here is advocates. Now, advocates or an advocate is a person or people who support or defend something. So we were talking about advocates of the burkini, people who defend this, who believe it, it's people's right to be able to wear one. Indeed. And then discriminate is the verb and discrimination is the noun. So if you discriminate, then you treat a group in society in an unfair or unjust way based on their sex or their religion or their race. Very good. Well done, everybody. Let's move on to our final story and something completely different. Um, so this story, um, delighted music fans get back to Glastonbury. That's the festival we're talking about. Now, for the first time in three years, Glastonbury took place. And tickets for the four-day event sold out in, I wonder if you can guess, 30 minutes, just 30 minutes, all the tickets for the four-day event were completely sold out. And that meant that 200,000 festival goers enjoyed music from hundreds of artists, including headliners Paul McCartney and Diana Ross. It was an incredible event. I don't know if you saw any of it, Stephanie, on the television. I certainly didn't go there, David, no. Um, I like to watch these things from the comfort of my own home. Um, I wouldn't describe myself as a festival goer. I do like my creature comforts. Well, it would be interesting to hear. Has anybody been to a music festival this year? Are you planning to go? What are your opinions about about these music festivals? Do you think they're good things or do you think they're negative? And if so, why? Um, I mean, certainly Glastonbury is one of the world's largest, if not the largest musical uh, festival in the in the in the world, as I say, um, I think it was over 200,000 people who attended this year. Um, there were, I don't know how many acts. I mean, as, as we said, there were hundreds of acts. Hundreds of acts. Mm -hmm. um, um, the, 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 the size of these places is just incredible, though. The, the size of the, the place where Glastonbury takes place is the size of 500 football pitches. That is enormous. I mean, that does really put it in perspective, doesn't it? 500 football pitches. Think about the size of that. And, and uh, apparently, uh, I, I always like to um, give a few questions to Stephanie to see if she can guess. But um, the traditional way of spending the four days there is in a in a tent. It's it's camping. Um, and Stephanie, do you know how many tents there were at Glastonbury this year? 
Well, let's let's put that out to the audience, I think. See if you can help me here. I mean, I think there are about 200,000 people going. How many tents would that be, do you think? Um, Amelia's saying she has seen a band called Kabat with 45,000 people. That's a, a, wow. a lot. Amelia, did you have a good time? Did you enjoy it? I, I went to um, Hyde Park um, where that not this year, uh, last year, and there were sixty thousand people there, and that was a lot. A but lot, we did, but we didn't camp, so we didn't stay, so that was manageable. Amelia is guessing five hundred thousand tents. <laughs> not, not quite that many, um, but seventy-six thousand, which is actually it's quite a lot. A large number. I mean, and I think that's kind of my issue with Glastonbury because I love seeing live music but Glastonbury is also famous not only for the music but also for the mud um, very famous for the muddy fields um, you see pictures every year of people covered in mud and that I think kind of puts me off a little bit yeah yeah um, Ricardo you're making an interesting point yes a lot of these festivals they combine different cultural aspects so you can get literature and theatre as well Glastonbury is only music as far as I understand um, some of the the positives about Glastonbury and the musical music festivals of course is it's a way for people to disconnect from their their normal lives mm. you build up a, a, a community with the people who are there and, and enjoying live music which is so rare um, and of course if you like dancing it's perfect and of course Glastonbury has been going since 1970 it has indeed when I believe the the first ticket was about one pound or it was something. a pound and do you know you got free David here's my question for you what you paid one pound for your ticket and you got something free if you went to Glastonbury in 1970 um possibly mm. a beer no free milk <laughs> oh very healthy yes so it was a healthier option back in 1970 <laughs> with your one pound you also got a free glass of milk um, and I believe 1,500 people attended that year so lots has changed in the time and I think incredible that we had acts this year such as um, Paul McCartney who I believe is about 80 years old so absolutely phenomenal that he was on stage um, performing for a good number of hours indeed he holds the record as the oldest ever solo artist um, at just over 80. And in contrast, we also had the youngest ever solo artist who was... Billie Eilish. Well done, yes. At 20 years old? 20 years old, the famous Billie Eilish. Um, but of course, on the, 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 the negative side of, to these... Uh, festivals of course is the amount of traffic um, and we're conscious about the environment now you have problems of, of traffic of rubbish of noise of overcrowding and of course you know lots of people ask well where do all these artists come from you know there were I think this year 3,000 performances that's mm. a lot of artists and most of them, one suspects, fly in by plane. Mm. 
But, you know, David, what I do like about it is that fact you were saying before that we've got Paul McCartney at 80 and we've got Billie Eilish at 20. And I think that sort of inclusivity, that there's something for everybody and there are such a diverse range of performers and music. And it really is about people going and enjoying themselves and finding something or perhaps finding something new. Perhaps younger people who haven't heard Paul McCartney before, didn't know much about him, enjoying his music and vice versa older people perhaps um appreciating the music of Billie Eilish agreed and I also think especially after the terrible couple of years we've all had the opportunity to go to a live event definitely um, and enjoy that community there that excitement there must have been wonderful so let's have a look at some of this vocabulary then. Hopefully you noticed um, David and I using this vocabulary as we were talking. At the very beginning, I said that the four-day event sold out in 30 minutes. That means there were no more tickets left. 30 minutes, all the tickets had completely sold out. That's quite a, a, a record, but I think it's actually quite common in these these. Uh, yes, these I believe so. They, they sell out extremely quickly. Then we talked about festival goers. So, of course, a goer from go is the person who attends a festival. So you can have festival goers, theatre goers, cinema goers. And our final word here, headliners. So the headliners are the main performers at an entertainment event. We talked about the headliners, including Paul McCartney and Diana Ross. And of course, we know the word headline from a newspaper headline, the main title. So headliners are the main performers. And of course, headline is a verb as well. So we can say that Paul McCartney headlined at Glastonbury. You can there you go, a new noun verb. and a verb. Indeed. So thank you, everybody. I hope we hope you enjoyed uh, that little snapshot of three top stories in the in the news. Thank you for joining us to today. Um, as in every week, all these articles are part of our news flash series available on the site with lots of activities and exercises to help you practice your English. But this is all about using natural, authentic English to help you improve your English. Absolutely. We'll have another three stories next week and we'll be live same time, same place. And we really do hope to see you joining us next week to find out what we're going to be talking about. Thank you and bye-bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for the latest news talk. And if you'd like to participate in the live sessions, simply check out our social media channels for more information.